There's no secret formula for better service throughout the customer journey. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. Also, you can easily support, strengthen, and grow your customer base. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. What's going on, everyone? It's Wednesday, August 24th. I'm Zachary Crockett with Rob Litterst, and this is the Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're talking about something that's probably been on your mind in recent months. Maybe it keeps you up at night or makes you whisper profanities under your breath. We're talking about the freaking stock market. Specifically, we're talking about bear market traps, that terrible thing that happens when stocks look like they're heading up into a rally and then they suddenly plummet back down. Rob's going to break down why this happens. But before we get into that, let's take a quick look at what else is going on in tech and business. Be Real, the spontaneous photo sharing app, is potentially going to be facing some competition. Instagram is reportedly internally testing a clone of its own. And that's not good news for Be Real because we all know how that whole conglomerate ripping off small tech company thing goes down. You may have heard of Honor Lock. That's the system that helps monitor students taking tests from home. Well, a student filed a suit against his school claiming that a required room scan was violation of his privacy. And a judge recently ruled in that student's favor, concluding that the scan was a violation of his Fourth Amendment rights. A former Apple engineer who was accused of stealing computer files with trade secrets about Apple's secretive car division pleaded guilty in federal court in San Jose on Monday. He faces up to 10 years in prison and a $250,000 fine. France is now offering 4,000 euro to anyone who trades in their gas car for an electric bike. The country is hoping that 9% of its citizens will swap by 2024. That's up from about 3% now. 48% of all shipping containers bound for the UK pass through the Felixstowe port, which is in the midst of an eight-day strike over failed wage negotiations. The strike is estimated to have a $4.7 billion impact, and that's going to affect brands like Amazon, General Mills, and Mars Foods. And lastly, NASA released a sound clip of a black hole in the Perseus Galaxy Cluster, which releases pressure waves that can be translated into sound. The resulting note is 57 octaves below a middle C, so humans can't really hear it without translation, and the end result is about as creepy as you would imagine space sounds like. All right, let's get into bear market traps. And just a friendly reminder for all you listeners, you can find this story and a lot more business and tech coverage in our newsletter. It's totally free and you can find it over at thehustle.co. Rob, I want to start by defining a couple things here. We hear the terms bull and bear thrown around a lot. Can you just give us the lowdown of what bear and bull mean when we talk about markets? Yeah, Zach. So I'm not exactly a market expert, but 
a bull market is basically when the market is on the rise and people are feeling good about it. A bear market is the opposite of that. So a bear market is when mm-hmm. stocks are going down. If you've been looking at the market anytime recently or and are invested, then you probably know how a bear market feels like because we're in the middle of one as we speak. All right. And you looked at this thing called a bear market trap. You want to break that down for us? Absolutely. So essentially, if you've looked at the stock market over the last year or since the beginning of 2022, honestly, the market's been getting crushed. In mid-June, the S&P 500 was down 23% year to date. So just massive losses for some Mm. of the biggest companies in the American stock market due to a range of factors, right? So, I mean, one of the things that's on everybody's mind is inflation and the Federal Reserve has been raising interest rates to try to taper inflation and bring inflation back down. Mm -hmm. That ultimately has an impact on how companies are being valued and makes equities a lot less attractive, which has led a lot of people to sell their equities and has essentially resulted in this massive fall off in a lot of the stocks. But That being said, over the last couple of months, the market has started to level off a little bit and start to come back up. And the S&P 500's losses came from 23% back up to only a 13% loss Mm -hmm. as recently as last week. But not everyone's buying into that rise, it seems. (laughs) Right, exactly. So this rise that's precipitated over the last couple of months has really kind of been around speculation that the Federal Reserve would eventually slow its interest rate hikes, right? Which it's been doing for the last few months to try to taper inflation. But ultimately, not everybody is buying that rise. Hmm. One party, for instance, that's not is hedge funds. Okay. So hedge funds recently placed a record bet against S&P 500 futures. It's valued at $107 billion. So they clearly aren't really believing that we're actually going to get out of this bear market and pop back into a bull market anytime soon. They believe it's going to be a little bit deeper than that. The reasoning kind of goes like this. So Ultimately, the optimists think that the Federal Reserve will slow down their interest rate hikes. The Federal Reserve isn't exactly bullish on that. So they ultimately believe the Federal Reserve is going to keep raising interest rates to cut inflation to the 2% target that they really want to get it to. For reference, in July, inflation closed at about 8.5%. Hmm. So that's clearly a pretty big gap there. And professional investors are essentially saying that it could take over two years for the Fed to reach its target. As a result, that means that we could be dealing with inflation for a lot longer than some of the optimists believe. And with sustained inflation, you can expect lower consumer spending and higher unemployment, which will cut consumer spending even more. That's all bad news for the stock market and companies that rely on consumer spending to ultimately keep them in business and improve their margins. Right. And for average Americans who invest in those stocks. (laughs) Exactly. You know, this isn't all doom and gloom. People often come away from these fake out bear markets okay in the end. Totally. So the same thing, these bear market traps have happened in, I think, pretty much every downturn. Similar rallies like this occurred in 2002's dot-com bubble during the 2008 financial crisis. Obviously, the market recovered from both of those. We were just in pretty much a 10-year bull run before this bear market reared its ugly head. There is other reason for optimism as well. So even the analysts that are bearish on the market right now who believe unemployment is going to rise still think it's going to stay under 6%, which is a marker of a longer recession Hmm. and would spell kind of a longer turnaround session and timeline. So if they're right, that means that there could actually be an opportunity to buy the real dip sometime soon. 
This isn't investment advice. I, I saw some experts talking about Q4 of this year is when the actual dip is going to hit. Mm. But again, this isn't investment advice. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. Just, yeah. yeah, you didn't hear it here. Yeah, you know, we can look at all the signifiers and, uh, you know, read as many takes from high profile economists as we want. But at the end of the day, markets are pretty unpredictable. A hundred percent. Nobody knows what's going to happen. And I mean, while reading about this, like some of the commentary that I saw from professional investors was that they couldn't really find a corollary for this market. Mm, interesting. So even if you're looking at historical comparisons, it's really hard to figure out what's going on and what's actually going to happen going forward. Sure. But to your point, it's not all bad news. A lot of these bear market traps are kind of like temporary issues that sort themselves out in the end. But obviously, if you're the one that's buying at what you think is ultimately the low, and then it goes a lot lower, it's tough. So yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it turns around at some point soon. Well, a 12-figure bet by hedge funds <laughs> is pretty meaty, even by hedge fund standards. 100%. And when you said earlier that they're betting against S&P 500 futures, just to play the dummy, essentially they're betting against... They're betting against the long-term bull market. They're betting against the market continuing to go up. They're anticipating a, a longer decline there. Totally. I did see one response to the hedge funds bet against the S&P is saying that it could be a hedge. But I mean, that's a pretty massive hedge. Mm -hmm. It's literally the biggest short against the S&P 500 futures ever. Really? I'm pretty sure. Wow. So I mean, even if it is a hedge, it's like the biggest hedge of all time. <laughs> Jeez, that's crazy. Absolutely crazy, <laughs> dude. I know. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show, proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today was Robert Hartwig and our executive producer was Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage over in our newsletter. As I mentioned earlier, you can go and find it over at thehustle.co. See you all tomorrow.